Hello and welcome to the Wedding Guide Podcast. I am your host, Pete the Celebrant, and today we meet Lucy. Lucy and Tom are one of my couples that had to change their wedding date not once, but twice. She is an absolute legend who shares about their experience of planning and rescheduling, along with great advice for other couples having to do so. Allow me to introduce you to Lucy, who will one day actually be wed. Well, we are live and thank you so much, Lucy, for joining us. Lucy, how are you doing in Victoria 2.0 lockdown special? Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's an honor to be on your podcast, actually. Um, I'm doing pretty well for ISO 2.0. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and I guess I'll give a bit of background as well. Uh, Lucy and Tom uh, are getting married eventually one day, <laughs> far, far in the future. Uh, but we started chatting and, and emailing. Uh, I looked it up. The 8th of May, 2019 was the first time I responded to your email. That was in response to your wedding for the 3rd of April, 2020. And that was going to be at Olinda Yarra, which is a gorgeous venue. Now, tell us a little bit about Tom and yourself and how you got together and then lead us into that initial planning for that wedding day. Uh, so Tom and I are both from the eastern suburbs, so we live in Churnside Park. Um, we got together, it would have been straight after high school. Um, so 2009, so we'd been dating for 10 years when he proposed. Um, but you guys had a bit of a thing during school as well, right? Yeah. 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 A little bit I, in school. We stayed I, single for school years now. <laughs> yeah. So good. What I love about your story when you guys were first telling me is you were saying how you both thought that each of you were thought you were too good for each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like see each other at parties and chat on MSN. Yeah. It wasn't we didn't have Tinder back then, so it was a bit of MSN dating and we saw each other at, you know, the old house parties. So um and then we both were in school we had both had schoolies together in Queensland and then in the January following after that we got together. Mm -hmm. Um and then in April uh twenty nineteen we went to New Zealand. Um yep. Tom surprised me um for our ten year anniversary. Um, to go to New Zealand, and that's where he put the question, which was perfect. Yeah. Uh, it was really, really nice there. Um, and then that's when, not long after that, we got in touch with you to be our celebrant. Cool. Um, first initial date at the start of April 2020. <laughs> so so let's go back to the, the good old pre-COVID days. What <laughs> was, you know, for people who were planning a wedding, some advice, you know, goes a long way. How did you plan? Tell us, how'd you go about it? If anyone knows me, I'm pretty organized. So I started off with a spreadsheet. There you go. The good old spreadsheet. Um, yeah. I think I just um, kind of stumbled, stumbled my way through it as well. I went with my gut because mm. um, no one teaches you how to plan a wedding. It's like in school, no one says this is how you get married. Mm. So 
um, it kind of just started by my first conversation, um, which was actually with Briggsy, the photographer, because he goes to F45. Ah, yes. yep. Yeah, the same F45 as me. Because I had nowhere to start. And obviously, after you get engaged, everyone says, oh, so have you booked a date yet? And it's like, just settle down and just let me <laughs> enjoy engagement life. And then, yep. um, yeah, so from then, I think the hardest part was just to pick a date. Mm. Um, so... How did you go about doing that? Um, again, I just followed my feet. I went out, which one I went out to a Lindyara, um, which is not too far from us. It's about 15 minutes and it's um, on the way to our on-site caravan park in Tokemo. Nice. Um, so that was recommended to us. So we thought, mm, yeah, we'll check it out. Yeah. And fell in love with it. Tom, Tom fell in, he fell in love with it more than I did. And I fell in love with it because he loved it so much. Mm. Um, and then, because I think initially, because I love wineries, I wanted to get married at a winery, but I love the fact that I'm not. So yeah, cool. when we when we booked a date, I just thought Jan and Feb's too busy. March had a public holiday and my birthday. So I just said the weekend before, um, what is it? Daylight savings finishes. So it ended up being um, Friday the 3rd, which was actually a, exactly a year later that Tom proposed. So nice. that fell into place unintentionally. So that was sure. actually really, really nice. Yeah, cool. Did that sort of make it feel like it was the right date? Because a few things just... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it kind of just aligned really easily. And again, it was just going with my gut. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, definitely booking the venue first. Yeah, 100%. Which I'm so grateful. Um, I, I didn't look at so many different venues like i just went i felt we both fell in love with it love the history yeah. loved Shelley. she's so beautiful there um the venue's beautiful so many photo opportunities and it's just yeah. a really relaxed vibe yeah 100 which is exactly what we were after like fun but relaxing not so robot yeah. like getting here on trays there sit down there it's very open yeah they're very relaxed but it's, it's a beautiful venue just in what it has and you know the looks and the scenery but they they're very chill uh organized but it's it's yeah like you said it's not robot yep yeah which yeah we love that yeah yeah cool so then so did you start so you started with briggsy from f45 yes so i started with him because i will one loved his work and being yeah. local i wanted to try and keep things as local as i could um, so then from the venue, I got in touch with Briggsy who he was unavailable. So then he recommended, um, yourself and RA photography. Yeah. So I got in touch with Sean, um, for the photography first. Again, it, she just literally fell in my lap. She, I could walk to her, um, work from my work, walked their first meeting booked because um, it just felt right. Yeah. Um, and then same as yourself, first meeting with you, we, we booked. I think yep. one of the things yep. for you initially, because my growing up, my dad played soccer and he also has three daughters and you played soccer and you had three daughters. So again, went with my gut and we we're like, this feels right. This guy's cool. So yeah. Oh. Oh. So that was cool. And then you recommended Fat and Skinny, which is our caterer, which Tom and I thought was hilarious because we've always made a joke that if we ever had a cafe, we would call it Fat and Skinny because I like to try and eat healthy and he loves the typical big breakfast. So That's awesome. well, That's have, awesome. well, that sounds like us um, and book to them. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So that were pretty much the, the big main vendors to get booked. 
I think. Yeah. Is there any other advice that you would give couples who are currently planning? Um, don't get stuck in Instagram world. To be like, I think there's a lot of things that you can see on social media and what people are doing and what they're tagging, and you think you need to go with the best so you can tag the best or whatever that might be. But I think it's to just go with your gut because it's it's your day and you do it. Well, hopefully you do it once, um, and to just go with what feels right. And if it doesn't feel right, sleep on it. Cool, that's good advice. So we were coming up to the third of April. And I remember I was at Alinda Yarra two weeks earlier on the 21st of March, 2020, Danielle and Nathan. And that was when things were slowly heating up in Victoria with COVID. You could still say a few toilet jokes here and there, like the toilet paper. And, you know, you could say, you know, make sure we're standing far away and let's all sanitize and things like that. But unfortunately yours never made it and it needed to be rescheduled. What was that like finding out that this global pandemic has just shut down a day that you've been planning for just under a year? Um, <laughs> reflecting back on it, I think I was more let down than what I thought at the start. Cause at the time, I was more like, it's just got to, we've just got to do it. And I just went into get shit done mode. Um, a lot of people said to me, you've taken this on really well. But to me, I was like, it's just a date. Let's push it out. And at that time, I think we could get married with 50 or 60 people. But I didn't want that type of energy at the wedding. I said, regardless if I can get married, I didn't want the energy of hand sanitized 1.5 metres away from each other. I didn't want people not to kiss and hug. So... The day we actually found out was the day I had my dress fitting and hair and makeup trial. So I was literally a hot mess. <laughs> like, so, and on that day, same thing, I was talking to um, my makeup artist, um, Alex, and then my hairdresser, Bess. So um, at that time, they're like, no, we're still going ahead if you're going ahead. And, um, and then that night we decided to pull it, which was what, maybe three weeks out of the wedding date. Um, mm. So then... I just sent a spreadsheet out to the main vendors and I said, here are some dates at the end of the year. Can everyone please just say if they can come or not? Um, and they all, they all lined up for the 30th of October, 2020. So we rebooked the date from there. Okay. So you got the spreadsheet and you sent it to all your suppliers. Yeah. And did you put some dates on there? Did you ask them to send their preferred dates? I just put dates, I think it was October, November and December um, and whatever date. And then they all just sent back when they were available. And there was a couple of dates that aligned. Um, I did send it out to the main vendors as such um, because that's where you spend your most deposits and things like that. And you pick them first and that's who you really want to be a part of the wedding. So mm. it was like obviously mm. yourself, photographer, venue and caterer. Yep. So book the new date. We missed out on our florist and our band, unfortunately, because they had weddings already booked. Sure. Um, sure. So we had to find um, a new florist and a new band. Um, and then after that, once we had the new date locked in, I just reorganised it with the makeup artist and, um, you know, hair and all of that stuff. And they, all, I was very lucky. 
very, very lucky that they all aligned up again. And then we had to reprint the invites and I had a mum around writing in her nice, beautiful writing on the envelopes and I thought it would be fine. I was like six months is ages away um, as of this week and then we've pushed it out again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the new date was the 30th of October 2020, Melinda Yarra. And it's had to be rescheduled. How did you respond this second time? It was like a walk in the park, to be honest. I was like, look, I've done this before. Initially, I was over it. I just said to Tom, like, let's let's still get married. I'd love, love to be married. It kind of took the spark out of it. Um, and now, because we're expecting our first baby, which is really, really exciting, that to me, becoming parents, thank you, becoming parents became more exciting. Um, so we'd thought about getting married with about, I don't know, 20 to 30 people, but I don't even think by October we would be able to do that. And same thing, it'll be social distancing. It's not the right energy. I'd rather just not do it. Um, so we pushed it out another year. So it'll be, um, the 21st of October next year, which is a Thursday, but that's fine. Everyone can get a long weekend. (laughs) I think by the time we can have weddings and we can actually leave our home, We'll like we'll leave work whatever day, <laughs> as long as we can go to a wedding. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, mm. But yeah, so I think second time around it was a lot easier. Um, the first the first time we rescheduled, I thought I handled it really really well. But a week later, I got really tired. Mm. Um, like it must have naturally taken the energy out of me, especially being so close. Um, but at the same time, in comparison to what other, other people are going through, it's like, it's pretty minute. It's changing a date. So, um, I think I was pretty lucky to be able to do that. Yeah. But you know, I think it's, it's more than just changing a date. You, when you put all this planning into something, you've got all these, all these expectations, you've got all this all the things you're looking forward to people are you know emailing you and texting not long now and it's how are things yeah. going this so much of your world is revolved around this huge day coming up and for it just to be canned is like it just throws a spanner in everything and, and then you've got to go which i feel so sorry for a couple because you've got to go back into rescheduling everyone you've got to find all the dates and that's why i've tried to email i've tried to be one of the first to email saying hey here are the dates i'm uh well i send out what i'm not available so so you can at least go well, cool here's what i know you are available for but it's so much work again on your end one you've got to deal with the disappointment and then two you've got to then get in contact with everyone and i think yeah it's a lot of energy it is I can completely understand that if you're tired the week after, uh, I'd be surprised. Like, it's yeah, it, it's a it's a lot to be disappointed by, and I think you handled it. You've you've done well, and it's tough. It's a tough situation for everyone. Yeah. And it kind. Of, I think um, after the first time leading into the second wedding, as silly as it sounds, I felt like I was married. So I feel like I would be so much more relaxed going to the next wedding because we'd done the seating planning. We'd started writing, like we had done all of our stuff with you. Um, We'd started writing our vows. We had done like the nitty gritty stuff Mm. that can make like, um, like a bride and groom quite stressed before their wedding because they're trying to keep everybody happy, but we've done that. Yeah. So I think, because our goal was to literally just have a big party with our nearest and dearest. And I know for a fact coming into the hopefully 3.0 wedding, 
we will be so much more relaxed because the nitty gritty stuff is done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's life now in terms of, of wedding wise? Like have you pretty settled now you've got the new date, everything's locked in. Are you now just sort of back to waiting? Like is this feeling different than what it was? In, like you're feeling, you say you're a bit more relaxed, which is great. Yeah. Well, we literally got the date. What have I been, did I email you yesterday? Just confirming yeah. with everybody. So it was only yesterday that we got the official date. Yeah. Um, so now again, I'm just liaising with um, like Unplugged Entertainment about, because um, i got the Waves duo playing, I'm waiting on the makeup artist and hairdresser and things like that. Like the um, other vendors I'm waiting on. Um, but other than that, everyone's been phenomenal. Like everyone has cool. been so good, really good at responding, asking how we are. Um, but I think the next stage is, yeah, telling our friends and family. I might yep. just tell them to keep the, the old invite and just scribble out the date. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't think you need to send a whole new invite. I don't know. <laughs> Here's save the date time soon. <laughs> just make We're just like a new fridge. <laughs> make them a little, a little video, just of you and Tom sitting on the couch and then just text that to them. Yeah, that's That'll true. work. It's really nice. It's like everyone writes such beautiful messages and ask how you're going. And um, it is really nice like that. And you kind of forget, not you don't forget, but just how beautiful everyone is around you and the support that you have. Mm. Um, which is really nice. Cool. I'm really glad to hear that, that your experience has been, it's really positive in terms of all the wedding vendors and suppliers getting back to you and being supportive. Uh, and I hope that speaks highly of the industry that we're in because yeah, it's, it's honestly, it, it really does. Yeah. I think everyone, everyone works together really well. Um, everyone recommends, you know, other people who they've worked with before, like yourself, you recommended a few people as well. Like I have a lot, like I've gone down to hiring cutlery and chairs and linen tablecloths and they're all different suppliers. So, but everyone works really well together and everyone knows mm. someone. Like I think after, um, we booked fat and skinny. They got in touch with Shelly and then Shelly went and tasted their food. And like, I just love hearing stuff like that. However, you, you are all just so connected, which yeah. is really nice. People don't get married all the time. So when you have the support behind you by people like yourself, mm. you, you just feel more confident that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. And there are definitely in, in the industry, there's, you meet people who just a similar, similar wavelength, you know, similar vibe. And you're just like, Oh, I'd like, I like them. I like how they do things. And, uh, most of us, you know, purely, you know, a lot of the people I'm currently chatting to and vendors and suppliers I have on the podcast, it's just, I've extremely professional about what we do, but in a really relaxed way. And there's no need to be stressing or causing stress. Uh, but it's just about having a high quality, product or result that we give whether that be food or entertainment the ceremony photography videography what like the end product is incredible but the way you go about it is nice and relaxed in fat and skinny i was going to say fat and skinny are going to be on the podcast we were chatting we were, uh. we were going to try and do it it is in when things were kind of opening up we were like oh we might be able to get back together and then it got squashed down again uh yeah no, Naomi and I've been, yeah, Naomi and Edie have been really, really good. Yeah. Their, their food is so good. Yeah. <laughs> so tasty. Yeah. And they're so fun. They're so quirky. They're very, very, very funny. <laughs> they're good. Down to earth. It's good fun. 
you've given already some some advice for couples, you know, go by your gut. Maybe for couples who it's their first time rescheduling their wedding, mm-hmm. what would you advise them? What would you say? Um, if you are rescheduling, tr- I guess try not to go into the situation stressed because a lot of people are in the same boat because um, I think within that day you want the answers and it rebooked, but to just go with it because it will work out no matter what. Um, I think we all, like we got stuck as well because we had paid pretty much all of our deposits because we're about to get married and I know a lot of people are in the same boat. But just, yeah, maybe send out a spreadsheet to all the main vendors and get them to fill out when they're available and rebook because I think a lot of people get caught up that they want to get married on a weekend. And if, and if it is a Thursday or if it is a Sunday, it doesn't matter because like you said before, people want to see you get married. People love weddings. The date doesn't matter. Um, so just try and go into it with ease because it will, it will work out. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's great advice. Lucy, thank you so much. We are going to have such an awesome wedding for you and Tom when we finally are allowed to do so. <laughs> Uh, we will it'll be so fun yeah it's gonna be good hey everything's already ready the story's prepped the only thing we need to do is do a final final little run through and confirm the the little details of everything of where we're going to stand and who did you want to hold the mic do you want me to hold it for you all those little nitty-gritty so that i know what to do Uh, yeah and it's going to be great so thank you for coming on uh sharing your advice no, thank you. And it's, you know, you've been, this is the second time you had to go through rescheduling and uh, you're handling it like an, a, a trooper, an absolute legend. So well done. Thank you very much. Cool. Well, definitely thinking about you and Tom uh, and thinking about all the other couples who are having to reschedule. So I hope uh, Lucy's advice helps you out. So please, hope you're well, everyone. Stay safe. Masks on, good fun, and uh, we will catch you next episode. Bye.